You know, often it's the littlest actions which can have the largest impact on a person or a system. I mean, think about it. Allegedly, someone's choice of eating a bat for a meal affected you and me thousands of miles and months and months later, right? And so here we are at the end of 2020 talking about thankfulness in what has kind of become the, 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 the year of 2020 being the, the, the joke of all jokes, right? But I think if we were a little bit honest, all of us would say, maybe for the smallest part of us, our, our world has been a little bit sifted this year. But maybe even for a lot of us, we could say that a lot of our world, a lot of our life has been shaken and torn to the ground. And it's in those instances, a lot of times during this past year, I've had to ask God, what are you trying to show me through this? What are you trying to show me through living through this type of year, through a a global pandemic, through a very contentious election season, through racial uh, divide, through through just just a a season and a spirit of, of unease and unrest in our world. And oftentimes, as, as he normally does, God brings me to his word and he shows me an answer that maybe I had seen before, but at just the right time speaks just the right word to me. And I think for this season, for this season of Thanksgiving in the life of our church in 2020, I feel like God's at least brought me some peace through this text today. If you have your Bibles or your Bible app, you can open it up to the book of Hebrews. Uh, we're going to be in chapter 12 the very last two verses of that chapter. I'm going to read today our text, which is Hebrews chapter 12, verses 28 and 29. And in his letter to the scattered uh, Hebrew believers, Paul says that, Therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And thus, let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming fire. And you know, I think for a lot of us who can admit that our world has been very, very shaken, this, this passage seems almost contrary to, to what we're experiencing. Um, but I think, for me, I get an image from when I read this passage. And it's the image, perhaps oddly enough, of, of a door hinge. Um, I get the image of a door hinge when I read this, and especially when we, when we focus on the idea of thanksgiving or thankfulness and, and how it relates to this passage. You know, if you think of a door hinge in relation to the, the size of the door that it opens, it's a very, very small thing, but it plays a very, very large and important role. Another way to say it is that little hinges often open big doors. And so with this idea of this image of a door hinge, I have to think that that God is trying to show us that perhaps maybe our very small little act of thankfulness in this season especially can open some very, very, very big doors, not just for you, but to the world around us. And did you notice that if you look at this passage again, thankfulness is, is kind of referred to as an expression of worship. Did you know that your act of simply 
Expressing gratitude and thankfulness is a, is a way that you are worshiping the Lord because thankfulness comes from a posture of realizing that what I've just experienced or what is around me or what I have is not from me. It's from the God who loves me. And so whenever we express our thankfulness to God, that acts as a hinge that Paul kind of jumps into through the rest of this passage that I kind of see three things from that could ultimately, I think, maybe change your life today if you let it. First thing I see is that, number one, you've been invited to be a citizen of an unshakable kingdom. If you're in Jesus, if you've come to a point where you've placed your faith in Jesus, you've asked Him to come into your life to forgive you of your sins, you've been invited to be a citizen of an unshakable kingdom. You know, one of the unique things about raising your children overseas as a global worker with New Heights uh, is that you tend to have conversations that I don't think I probably would have had um, if I had raised them in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Uh, When my oldest son, Ryan, who uh, was about three at the time, uh, saw that we were packing and getting ready to come back to Fayetteville for a few weeks uh, one summer, um, and we're putting clothes in our our luggage and packing away all of our valuables to bring with us, he said, hey, Dad, Dad, are we going to bring our books to the the airport? Are we going to need to bring our books? And I said, books? What What do you mean, buddy? Well, you take your book and you hand it to the man at the airport. Do we need to bring that? And then he puts the stamp that's not very neat in it. And I realized that he was talking about um, our passport. And I said, yes, buddy, we we have to bring our our books to the airport. And so then he said, what's that book for? Uh, Because, you know, in his mind, a book is something that mom and dad read to try to make you take a nap or let you color in. And so I got to explain to him that, son, that passport is what identifies us with our citizenship. And he said, well, why do other people, my my kids are incredibly observant. He said, why do other people have different color books at the airport? I said, well, son, that different color book means they're a citizen of a different country. And so it was a very, God often uses my kids to show me these these examples and and things I take for granted. But I wonder for for you today, is part of the reason that, that, so much of your world has been shaken and crumbled this year because you have chosen to identify with a kingdom that Scripture says will pass away, that you've forgotten where your true citizenship lies, that when you're in Christ, you've been invited to be a part of a kingdom where there is no violence or disease or pain or even tears. Maybe part of what has been so unsettling for you this year, throughout this year, is that maybe God is showing you that your allegiance has been aligned in in the wrong place. So the first thing is you've been invited to be a citizen of an unshakable kingdom. Second thing I see is that thankfulness is not just for your circumstances. Oftentimes around Thanksgiving and whenever we have these Thanksgiving messages at church, we tend to just inwardly focus on what are the good things that I'm thankful for in my life. When Paul says that we are receiving an unshakable kingdom. So what that means is that your thankfulness, you can be thankful 
for good things that happen in other people's lives. Thankfulness is not just contingent upon what happens to you, but if you allow God to do a work in your life, all of a sudden you begin to be thankful for the things that are happening in the people's lives all around you. And this isn't countercultural. This, this is something that we actually do a lot. And I can think the, the perfect example for me happened in November of 1999. November of 1999, Arkansas played Tennessee in a football game, and we ended up upsetting and beating the number two team in the country. And it was a very emotional win just because of what happened in 1998 with a heartbreaking loss, which most Arkansas fans can identify with. But after the game was over, after we beat Tennessee, uh, I lost my ever-loving mind. I was one of those thousands of people who rushed the field. Um, I think the statute of limitations is passed on this. I helped tear down the goalposts at Razorback Stadium. I was hugging Razorback players. I was hugging people I'd never met before. I was telling Razorback football players, we did it, we did it, when I didn't do a thing. I didn't go to one practice. I didn't put on one football helmet. I didn't play in one play. But I was so excited to be a Razorback that day, even though I never set, I never even tied up my cleats. But I was thankful for what had occurred on that field. And, and if you can start to see your world through the eyes of God, you're going to start celebrating the things in other people's lives that will cause you to express worship through thankfulness. The third thing I see from, from this passage today is that God is a consuming fire. The third thing is that God desires to burn away the former things about you. See, did you know that, that God is a jealous God? He's not jealous of you, but He's jealous for you. And, and God will do whatever it takes to receive and, and chase after all of you. And so what this passage of Scripture says is that when I activate the hinge of my thankfulness, it opens the very big door of me being able to enter into God's unshakable kingdom and allow Him to burn away the things in my life that I placed there that God did not have in mind for me when He created me. And God wants to pursue me and change those things about me and form me and form you more into the image of Christ. So what if the reason why you chose to watch this sermon online today was simply because God wants you to activate that big door through that little bitty act of, engine, of, of being thankful so that He can burn away the former things about you, the things that, that are not what He desires for you to be about. What if that's the reason why you're watching today? What if God is trying to burn away some things in you that you know aren't supposed to be in your life? Selfishness, jealousy. You can name it. I don't have to. What if that's the reason why you're here? What if you'd allow Him to be that consuming fire so that all that's left is who you were supposed to be when He created you to be?
You see, your little act of thankfulness can open a very big door. And here's the thing, too. Your hinge can actually open other people's doors, too. Just the simple act of you being thankful, being expressive of what God has done in and around you, despite circumstances, can change the eternity of other people as well. What if God wants you to use your hinge of thankfulness today to open up a very big door so that other people can enter into His unshakable kingdom? Let's pray. Jesus, ultimately, we are thankful for the work of the cross. We're thankful for you building that unshakable kingdom for us to enter into. So God, help us to be mindful, be aware of the the good things that you are doing, even when circumstances um, and, and the world around us say otherwise. Despite everything that's happening, you are still good that you are still moving and you're not through with us. God, we love you and we are thankful for you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.